0: the great news podcast is brought to you by podcast hero head on over to PodcastHero.com and learn the four p's of podcasting to start your own show tired of all the doom and gloom news from mainstream media you'll get none of that here instead you'll find inspiring stories and developments that are making the world a better place today on the great news podcast Experimental compounds shown to block effects of both opioid and non-opioid drugs. Cancer mRNA vaccine completes pivotal trial. Apple waste may find use in health, boosting chicken feed. A new low-output battery could last for thousands of years and power the Internet of Things. Groundbreaking research finds killer T-cells that eradicate cancer. And a new global poverty indicator is discovered. Head on over to greatnewspodcast.com and subscribe, because the Great News Podcast is great, but the Great Newsletter Letter is greater. I'm Andrew McGivern, and here's today's great news. Experimental compounds shown to block the effects of both opioid and non-opioid drugs. Naloxone is a life-saving medication that can reverse an opioid overdose if administered in time. According to the United States Surgeon General, VADM Jerome Adams, everyone who overdoses on opioids needs Naloxone. In 2017, 47,600 people died from an overdose of opioids, including prescription pain relievers, heroin, and fentanyl. If someone is experiencing an opioid overdose, it is important to call an ambulance and tell the crew everything known about the drugs taken, as this could save their life. Naloxone is a potentially life saving solution when administered quickly in the event of an opioid overdose, but it only works on opioid drugs. A new drug could work on opioid and non opioid drugs. Pillar 6 Max Q, P6AS, An experimental compound developed at the University of Maryland has been tested on lab animals and shows promise for blocking the effects of both opioids and non-opioid drugs. In tests performed on lab mice, P6AS was found to be highly effective at neutralizing drugs such as fentanyl, methamphetamine, PCP-ecstasy, and methadrone. Fentanyl is an opioid, but methamphetamine is not and it works on other non-opioid drugs such as PCP-ecstasy and mephendrome. The chemical works by binding to these molecules and sequestering them into its central cavity, where they are surrounded by an outer layer of water, thus altering their chemical and biological properties. While further research is needed to lengthen the window of effectiveness, this breakthrough could provide an important tool in the fight against drug overdoses, Cancer mRNA vaccine completes pivotal trial. One of the good news stories of the COVID 19 pandemic was the rapid development of new vaccines to control the virus. The speed with which they were able to use mRNA technology to get vaccines out to the general population was unheard of before. mRNA technology was already in development as immunotherapy treatments for cancer and other illnesses but the pandemic fast-tracked research into mRNA vaccines. And now the research is showing promising results in the fight against cancer. A new, pivotal mRNA cancer vaccine trial is complete. The trial, run by Moderna and MSD, used the same technology as COVID jabs to prime the immune system to seek and destroy cancerous cells. Initial findings suggest that investigational mRNA vaccine known as mRNA-4157-V940 was successful in reducing the risk of death or cancer recurrence in 157 patients receiving Keytruda for advanced melanoma. The results showed that when the vaccine was combined with Merck's immunotherapy drug Keytruda, the rate of melanoma reoccurrence decreased by 44%. In addition to this, Moderna and Merck have expanded an agreement that includes KRAS-directed cancer vaccine mRNA-5671, which is currently in Phase 1 testing. Although more trials are needed to confirm the efficacy of the treatment, initial results are grounds for optimism that this powerful technology could open up a new therapeutic avenue for testing for cancer patients in the future. This is Moderna's second collaboration with Merck this year, as they are currently working on a flu and RSV vaccine, and are in later stages of clinical trials. Apple waste may find use in health-boosting chicken feed. Apple juice and cider production is a major industry in the United States, with approximately 175,350 tons of apple pomace being produced in the 2021-2022 growing season, apple pomace is the fibrous waste material that is generated as the byproduct of this production. While this material is currently just discarded, new research suggests that it could be used to boost health of chickens. Food waste that ends up in landfill increases the amount of methane gas that is released into the atmosphere, leading to further environmental damage. Allowing perfectly good food to go to waste also has serious consequences as mold spores can be released into the air and breathed in when opening the lid of a bin containing organic waste. Furthermore, oxygen depletion, water contamination, and even soil erosion are all possible outcomes of improperly disposed of organic waste. Apple juice and cider industry waste can be upcycled to make chickens healthier. A team of scientists at Cornell University led by associate professor Elad Taco and doctoral student Sidney Jackson sought to investigate whether apple pomace-enhanced feed might improve the health of broiler chickens using an established model for evaluating the effects of plant-based compounds on gut health. To do so, they injected apple pomace extract into the amniotic fluid of developing embryos inside chicken eggs. When the eggs hatched and the chickens were analyzed, It was found that, as compared to a control group, the pomace extract increased the transport system for amino acids, improved their bioavailability of iron, boosted microbial populations in their large intestine, and supported the growth of beneficial gut bacteria. A new, low-output battery could last for thousands of years and power the Internet of Things. Nuclear energy is often viewed as a clean energy source, as it produces zero emissions. However, the mining of uranium, its transport, and processing is energy-intensive and damaging to the environment. Additionally, the difficulty of disposing of radioactive waste makes it a less-than-ideal option for many environmentalists. Nuclear power stations are still responsible for close to one-third of the world's carbon-free electricity, and can play an important role in meeting climate change objectives a new type of battery may help with the problem of disposing of radioactive waste that will last for thousands of years. Recycling nuclear waste into batteries has been proposed as a potential solution to the issue of insufficient safe storage space for hazardous radioactive waste produced by nuclear power plants Radioactive diamond batteries, invented in 2016 by a team of physicists and chemists from the Cabot Institute for Environment of the University of Bristol, are a type of beta-voltaic device that can convert nuclear energy into electric energy through a semiconductor. These batteries are made using a process called chemical vapor deposition, which uses a mixture of hydrogen and methane plasma to grow radioactive diamonds. The diamond acts as both a radioactive source and a semiconductor, allowing it to self-charge without needing to be recharged. However, these batteries have limited applications due to their low power output, providing only a few microwatts of power, making them suitable only for small devices such as sensors and pacemakers. Nanodiamond batteries are being developed as an alternative to limited-life batteries for deep-space missions and for sensors and medical devices here on Earth. The Internet, of, the, inter- the Internet of Things requires billions of sensors and devices that will connect our world and provide the data and services we need. The sheer number of batteries needed for these devices can be quite substantial, especially when the batteries need to be changed. The radioactive diamond battery will solve this problem. This revolutionary technology allows IoT sensors and devices to continue operating indefinitely without the need for frequent charging cycles. Thanks to this advancement, the potential for the Internet of Things is now greater than ever before. And finally, a new global poverty indicator is discovered. And it's the most electrifying indicator in economics. If you smell what I'm cooking. A new indicator of global poverty has been identified by, Stanford study, by a Stanford study published in the journal Nature. Economic indicators are data points that measure a country's economic performance and give insight into the future of the economy. In the context of poverty, economic indicators can provide valuable information about a country's poverty rate, income distribution, and economic security. These indicators include things like average weekly hours of work, gross domestic product, per capita, median household income, and unemployment rates. Additionally, social indicators such as access to education, health care, and nutrition levels can be used to measure the extent of poverty in a region or country. By combining these indicators with other data points, Governments and organizations can get a better picture of poverty levels in a particular area and develop strategies to reduce poverty. But the most electrifying indicator of economics, what is it? All these economic indicators are great, but this Stanford study came to an obvious, in hindsight, obvious, conclusion. And that is, electricity is a key factor in economic growth and other outcomes like improved health. The study, co-authored by Marshall Burke, Nathan Rattelich, and other researchers, examines the economic impacts of Uganda's expanding electricity grid. The researchers find that communities with access to electricity experienced improvements in their economic livelihoods, roughly double that of regions without power. This is the first time this technique has been used to evaluate the impact of a particular policy And that's going to do it for this episode of The Great News Podcast. I'll see you again next time. Have a great one.